glory of the Lord shines upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick clouds cover the people. But upon you the Lord shines, and over you appears his glory. Nations shall walk by your light, and kings by your shining radiance. Raise your eyes and look about. They all gather and come to you, your sons from afar and your daughters in the arms of their nurses. Then you shall be radiant at what you see. Your heart shall throb and overflow, for the riches of the sea shall be emptied out before you. The wealth of the nations shall be brought to you. Caravans of camels shall fill you, Dromedaries from Midian and Ephah, all from Sheba shall come, bearing gold and frankincense, and proclaiming the praises of the Lord. The word of the Lord. The Lord is kind and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in love. The Lord is kind and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in love. Bless your God. My soul, bless God's name, my being. Bless your God, oh my soul, and never forget God's kindness. The Lord is kind and merciful. Slow to anger, abounding in love. God ignores every fault, cures your body's illness, pulls your life from its grave, and grounds you with love and mercy. The Lord is kind and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in love. God works good for the poor, treats oppression justly. God is kindness and love. Abounding in steadfast mercy. The Lord is kind and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in love. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace. 
that was given to me for your benefit, namely, that the mystery was made known to me by revelation. It was not made known to people in other generations as it has now been revealed. To his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles are co-heirs, members of the same body, and co-partners in the promise of Christ Jesus through the gospel. The word of the Lord. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. We seen his star at its rising. We've come to do him homage, Christ the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia. Brothers and sisters, may our Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judah in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is this newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judah, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. And how are you? And so we come to Epiphany. Tomorrow is the last day of Christmas officially, so take a good look at the decorations. They all come down tomorrow after Mass. And so, but as we focus on this, we focus on the reality of the kings who left everything to come and give Jesus a gift. Huh? And so, 
we focus on as our parish since the very first Sunday of Advent through Christmas, we have focused on gifts and what gift to bring Jesus, huh? And so that's always what it comes down to, that we are people of generosity. And again, when the uh, Magi came and they gave their gifts to Jesus, the very last line of the gospel says, they departed by another way to go home, which also means it's more than just, you know, the angel said, don't go that way because of Herod, but something in them changed when they brought the gift to Jesus. And so in us, that there got to be this thing that changes inside of us when we bring our gift or gifts to Jesus. And the thing should be that we no longer live, but Jesus lives inside of us. So more than anything, I firmly believe, I preached on it all these years, that to me the surest sign of a follower of Jesus Christ is they are generous. They're generous with their time. They're generous with their money. They're generous with their gifts. They are other-centered people, period. So again, I don't care how many times you say rosaries all day. I don't care how much you spend in front of the Blessed Sacrament. I don't care that you say all these rosaries and novenas. If you are not generous, you don't know Jesus Christ. Isn't that nice? Father, you're so judgmental. I'm not. I'm your pastor, and I'm trying to tell you what it is to be a Christian. It isn't about being focused on self. It's about giving your life away. Why? Because you no longer live. Why? Because Jesus lives inside of you. And what does that mean? Look, he gives away his life. We are generous. We are generous. We are generous. If we're not generous, we must repent. Simple, huh? And so we got to sit there, and if I ask you, are you generous? And every single person here would say, yes, Father, I'm very generous. Then I'd say, well, show me how you're generous. Are you just generous with you and your family? Because that's not real generosity if you're just generous with your family. You got to be generous, of course, with your family, but you got to also be generous with your community, the parish, with the world, with the church, with the poor. This is all part of it. It's not, again, again and again, Christianity is not focusing on self, but forgetting about self. It's about giving away our lives. So, we should have, if we haven't already given our gift to Christ then we need to make sure we do that because this is all about Jesus today. And what will think about what it cost the Magi to bring their gifts to Christ. It cost them everything. They left their families, they left their country, and they just start going in faith until they found him. And then they gave him not little stuff, but the best that they had. So, Do we go out of our way for others? And do we give them not what we have left over, but the best of what we have, the way the Magi did? Because, again, that's a sign that Christ lives inside of us. That's a sign that we have accepted Jesus so fully that we no longer live. And just as Jesus was generous, then we are generous. 
And again, just do an examination today, later this week, and go through, like, what do you do with your time? We all have the same amount of time, correct? Nobody has more time or less time than anybody else. We all decide what we're going to do with the time. I mean, some people, not here, but maybe the people watching. But some people, they spend all their time on TV watching television or on their phones, on the Internet, or on their computer screens. And they spend all this time wasted is what it is. It's considered wasted time, the more time you spend watching TV and different things. So let's think. I only have so much time. Do I spend all my time watching TV or looking at my phone or doing all these things on a computer? Or do I do the best of my time for God and others? Huh? Am I doing anything for others? As I've talked about a thousand times at this parish, do I live out the I am third with my time? Is God first with my time or others second with my time? And am I last with my time? I know as I look around at some of you, you look constipated because you're irritated with me once again because of the challenge to do what God is asking you to do. And so we got to make sure this is just, I'm not making judgments on anybody. I'm just saying, what are you doing with your time? I'm generous, Father. Okay, prove it. Look at your time. Write it down, maybe, about how much time you spend watching TV or different things and how much time you take uh, focused on others. Focus on it, that's all. And think about it and ask the Lord to reveal to you so you and I can become more generous. Huh? So the second thing, of course, is the gifts I give. Again, Christmas is over. Some people didn't even get their parents' gifts. Whack, 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 whack. Really? You need a beating. You need to be overthinking about just for yourself, if you're over 18 anyway. Kids, I'll let you go. You're still kids. You don't have a job. But those of you who are older and your parents buy you gifts and you can't go out of your way to make them feel good on Christmas Day, stop calling yourself a follower of Jesus. You need to be generous. And it starts with your family, of course. So you make sure that you don't sit there and say, okay, what am I going to do to make them happy? I got to give them something or father will get on my case. It's going to be, I want to give my best to my spouse, my best to my mother, my father, my best to my children, my best the way the Magi did. And again, when you and I do that, then we're other-centered, right? Again, Jesus was very poor when he was born, and he chose to be poor for a reason, to teach us to take care of the poor. So again, we all have different amount of money, whatever you got. Do we give to God what belongs to God first through taking care of the poor? You know, I've been back uh, writing on my book again, finally, and I'm going to be going away next week and spend a whole week on doing that. Not this week, the following. But the reality is that I've been focusing on our again, going back and redoing that. I've written that chapter at least 50 times in the last 12 years. But focusing on St. Augustine for a moment. And Augustine talks about the two, the twin commandments of love God and love others. And he says, we first of all teach that we are to love God above all things. But the first thing is we teach to love God, but the second thing is we prove that by loving others. And then he says from John, if you say you love God who you cannot see, 
and you don't take care of the people, your brothers or sister, who you can see, then you're a liar. So again, for us to examine our conscience and think, I say I love God. That's the first thing. But the way I prove I love God is by taking care of my brothers and sisters because that's where Jesus came, the least of the brothers and the sisters. So do I prove that I love God above all things by putting others first in my life? Again, it's very easy for me to sit up here and preach this stuff, is it not? Oh, Father, you preach so well. Or, Father, I hate the way you preach. Either way. But it's the call of God that challenges me. Always, before I preach to you, God hits me on the head and says, is this the way you're living your life that I'm calling you to live? And I go, I don't know. Well, tell other people too. But you better not tell other people unless you start living it better, right? And that's again. So when we have yesterday, when we had our appreciation dinner, again, you didn't pay for that. We paid for that from the foundation. I bring all the money into the foundation. So it's my way of paying and thanking you for all the time you did. Now, some people came and they complained about the food. And I just want to, really? Really? Do you need a slap? You're going to complain about food that's free that you didn't pay for? And he said, well, who, who chooses this food? Father Larry chooses the food. You don't like it? Don't come. It's free. But again, that's the way some people are. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm very generous. What am I going to get? Am I going to like what I get? Get over yourself, would you? That's the whole point. Get over yourself. Let's focus on others. So are we generous? Am I like the Magi? Will I give everything what costs me? And will I give my best for others? Because what I do to the least of the brothers and sisters, I do to Jesus. So if in our hearts and hearts, the deepest heart, we look, and a lot of you people are very, very generous. We have the most generous parish, I believe, of any other parish in the Diocese of Erie. You prove that by the money you give, by the generosity of giving. But there's always some who don't, and there's always some of us who need to do more. That's all. So again, let's examine our conscience. How much of the Magi are we? Have we given so much that we no longer live, that Jesus lives inside of us? And we prove our Christianity by our generosity. You got it? You get it? You're going to live it? May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen. That was a longer one, 11 minutes. Whoa. Let us stand and let us profess our faith. I believe the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe.